the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Ridgeway Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Uh, Wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer watching me on bcctv.org. I'm so glad you're hanging out with me today, as well as on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country. We're talking about WAVA 105.1 FM. And today is Theological Thursday. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays. That's today. And then open phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about is fair game on Friday. And by the way, every Friday I send out a free inspirational text every Friday morning. It's a textpiration, as I like to call it, a shot in the arm of inspiration, a thought, a prayer. Uh, Wake up in the morning, think about it, and then send it off to you. It's free. If you want that text on Friday mornings, all you have to do is text me the word INSPIRE. All right? Just text the word INSPIRE, and it'll come directly uh, to you every Friday morning. You may be thinking, well, where do I text it, Pastor D.A.? Well, you text it to 50555. Real easy to remember. It's just five digits. 50555. Text the word INSPIRE. You don't have to say anything else. Just INSPIRE. You'll be good to go. But today is Theological Thursday, and we're going to talk today about the theology of failure. And, of course, it is a talk show, so I want your phone calls, and I want to interact uh, with you. I do believe that comprehension begins with conversation, and that means talking about the things of our faith, talking about uh, the the social and the political issues of our day. But specifically on this Theological Thursday, I want to talk about the theology of failure. Uh, do you have a fear of failure? Uh, do you believe that failure is final? And how do you handle failure? And how does God see? How does God see your failures? Um, give me a call, especially if maybe you are enduring a failure. And, you know, failure can, uh, just because you have failed and have failings doesn't make you a failure. But oftentimes you feel that way because you have failed in some way. For some of you, maybe it was a business 
failure. You know, you had a business for a good long time, but then you had to shut it down because you weren't making ends meet. Or maybe it's a, a marriage failure and that uh, you ended up with a divorce that you did not uh, desire or want, but that's where you are right now. A moral failure did something uh, morally that you wish you hadn't have done. Uh, and, you know, you try to come back from it and say, wow, do I still have value? Uh, do I still have worth? Uh, am I still qualified to minister? Um, should I remain in this area or should I move? Uh, these are real life uh, issues that people deal with, but they have the, listen, they have the conversation in their head. They actually don't talk to a lot of people about it. You wonder why they put their house up for sale or why did the person leave this job? You know, sometimes it's, it's the, the shame that comes after failure. So I want to talk about it. I want to help you walk through it and if you have a question for me about failure, maybe your own personal failing, or how to respond to someone else's, or what to do in the midst of being a part of a crisis, uh, give me a call. Let's talk it through. Maybe we can uh, serve one another along the way. I sure had my number of failures throughout my life, and probably, I'm guessing, but hopefully I'm not trying to be prophetic, I might have some more in the future. You know, so how do you deal with it in a godly in a godly way? And, you know, sometimes you do have to move. Sometimes you do have to move on. Uh, and we need wisdom there, right? God may not be done with you, but uh, you may be done in that particular area, that particular family. And, and, and you know, I tell you what, it's it's hard. I mean, if you've ever had divorced people in your family, you loved both the husband and the wife of that couple, and then they got separated, and one of them wanted you to stick with them because maybe it was your sister or your brother, right? But you kind of love the in-law and their family. And now what do you do? Because the marriage is broken apart. These are the sort of things that are real-life issues, and we just need to talk them through. And guess what? I'm here to help you do it. Uh, here's my phone number if you want to call me. The number is 888. That means it's toll-free. 432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Feel free to give me a call right now. That's what I'd like to talk to you about, the theology of failure. I'm going to run to a commercial break right now, and as soon as I get back, I'm going to be taking your calls at 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. You want a nice smile, go to Pearl Smiles Dental. That's pearlsmilesdental.com. I'll be right back. Everybody likes a nice compliment every now and then, and oftentimes people compliment me on my smile. Well, I have to give some credit to Pearl Smiles Dental because they've hooked me up with dentistry, PearlSmilesDental.com. Check them out because they will make your smile as nice as mine. Well, actually, maybe even better. Give them a call at 410-799-1793. That's 410-799-1793, or go to PearlSmilesDental.com. Does your home need any improvements? Ours did. In fact, Amber and I called Home Fix Custom Remodeling, HCR, and we got a new Master Elite roof. And guess what? Once that was installed, we started saving, listen, over $100 per month on energy bills. Not bad, right? Not to mention when we needed new windows and doors, guess who we called? 
HCR. That's right. And our energy bills are even less because of it. So if you need an efficient solution, ways to keep your home safe and your family safer, make sure you call HCR. Ask for Gus when you call. Tell him that I sent you. Here's his number. You ready? 888-991-2427. And by the way, they also specialize in a wide range of other products like energy-efficient siding, doors, trim, and gutters. And let's not forget those walk-in tubs and showers for those aging gracefully among us. Let's put it like that. And all of this with a lifetime inclusive warranty. Call HCR, 888-991-2427, and tell Gus Dr. Anderson sent you. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. That's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or to find resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline anytime at 888-432-7434. For rebroadcast of this program or to watch live, visit bcctv.org. Join our text community and receive a free weekly inspiration text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. Now, back to Real Talk. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm David Anderson, and we get to kick it live right here on radio. My studio number, if you want to call me, is 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. We're talking about failure, the theology of failure. The scriptures tell us that even from the very beginning of time, man failed. <laughs> Started in uh, the garden. Remember Adam and Eve? Well, Adam and Eve sinned. Uh, they uh, disobeyed God after doubting his word and, and being tempted by the enemy. And once they did that, that was a failure, right? So we're all familiar with sin, which means we are all familiar with failure. What follows failure is shame. And so what happens to Adam and Eve? They go hide. God comes through the cool of the garden and says, Adam, where are you? He's hiding from God. There is a concept, right? And, of course, he was covering himself with fig leaves. How did you even know you were naked, God says? Okay, because what happens is that sin then exposes you to seeing things that otherwise you would not have seen. And so uh, that's really the beginning of the story of the gospel, the redemptive story of, of God uh, saving us. It started then. Uh, when God killed an innocent third party, an animal ripped the skin off and covered the shame of Adam and Eve. And that's what that's what salvation is. Of course, the blood of, of bulls and goats are not enough to, to satisfy the debt. And so the sacrificial lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world is Jesus Christ himself, the once and for all sacrifice that not only covers our sin and shame, but cleanses us from it. So uh, there you have the gospel from the beginning, really to the very end of, of 
you know, the book of the Bible. But in between that time and the time when God takes us home, there's going to be failures along the way. And we have seen it through God's uh, uh, chosen people throughout the scriptures. I mean, remember Moses? I mean, Moses actually ended up killing a man. It was the first um, racially... Uh, homicide. I mean, you know, when you think about it, racially motivated homicide. Uh, he ended up killing a man who was of a different race because of his anger of defending somebody who was of his same race. And he stepped in the middle of that fight and uh, he ended up killing, uh, killing an Egyptian man. What does he do? He does what we do when we sin. He runs and in shame, he went to the backside of the, of the desert. That's really the backdrop of the story of the burning bush. And so you, I could take you all throughout, as I'm sure you could as well, all throughout scripture to show you the failings of men and women. Uh, but here's the question. How does this impact you spiritually? How does this impact you uh, emotionally and psychologically? Do you have a fear of failure? And if you fail, is it final? It wasn't final in Moses' life. It wasn't final and even in, uh, you know, the lives of so many in the scriptures who have failed. But there's something about it that sticks to our psyche. When we fail, we feel like we're failures, and then we begin to live out uh, psychologically and spiritually what it means to be a loser. And I want to help turn that around in today's conversation. So let me give you my phone number and go right to the phone lines. Are you ready? Here's my number, 888-432-7434. All right, let's kick the show off from Waldorf, Maryland, where Jay is on the line. Hey, Jay, welcome to the show. Hey, man, what's up? How you doing? I'm alive and grateful. How can I serve you today? All right. You're just talking about failures, right? That's right. Now, throughout the Bible, there were people who were failures, but then they got back on their feet. Right. But there was also curses in the Bible, too, like generational curses. Sure. All right. Somebody like me thinking, you know, if, if your great-grandfather went to jail, right. your grandfather went to jail, then, you know, then your father went to jail, then I went to jail, and I don't want my son to go to jail. Uh-huh. Is that a generational curse? Okay. Or is that just failure? Well, you know, how do you distinguish between the two? Because God did put curses. He said, if y'all don't do this, you know, right and do it this the way I told y'all do this, a curse is going to come upon y'all. Understood. So I'm saying, how do you distinguish between the two? Is it it's the same? No, it's not the or same. Anything? A failure is an event, okay? A generational curse is, is a consequence of something that's being passed down to the third and the fourth generation, as it says in the in the scriptures. However, that's an Old Testament concept. Meaning that when Jesus uh, came and lived and died, he was cursed on the tree. Okay, so that means he that was cursed on the tree, meaning he, he was crucified, he took on all the sins of humanity. So when you come into Christ, all curses are broken. Okay, because he took on the curse. So whatever curse that was on you or your family is not on you and your family if you're in Christ. You break that, you break that lineage there. So if you've come to know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you broke any curses. Now the question is, what are the habits? Okay, what are the proclivities? Okay, and then what wisdom is necessary in order to change course so you don't live the life that your granddaddy lived or your daddy lived? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I never looked at it like that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks a lot for hanging with me. I appreciate you. That's Jay from Waldorf, Maryland. If you have a question for me regarding failure, give me a call. Let's talk about it. 888-432-7434 is my number. Let's continue talking with uh, Gerard. He's in Bowie, Maryland. Hey, Gerard, welcome to the show. How are you? 
great by God's grace. How are you? Hey, man, I love your answer there. Me too, my brother. Me too. <laughs> so what's your, what's your comment or question? How can I serve you today? An interesting observation that just came to me when you asked the question, when, when you named what the theme of today's show was going to be, and that mm -hmm. is this. On the one hand, by in the flesh now, mm -hmm. I have a natural proclivity mm -hmm. to be concerned about failure relative to relationships. Mm. Um, there's a, 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 in a in a past life, there was a marriage mm -hmm. um, that was a premature decision on my part, Understood. an immature decision on my part, right. and it resulted in divorce. And that sense of rejection, right? That that uh, it yeah. really does something to does. A, a, a man or even a woman who was left someone who they wanted the relationship to work with, right? Yeah, yeah. But here's the here's the issue. Today, even today, years after that marriage is gone, mm -hmm. and by God's grace, I found a sister in the kingdom okay. who, by God's grace, married to. Okay. When I meet somebody even in the Lord, mm -hmm. and it looks like we're vibing, we're clicking and everything, deep down in my subconscious, I'm asking, oh, Lord, how long is how long this going to last? That's right. And are you married so now to the sister right now? When you raised the issue of today's topic, what came to me mm -hmm. was a reminder of John being in prison. This is or, or, or he was just killed or, or beheaded. Right, right. John, who um, heralded Jesus coming, John the Baptist. I know who you're talking about, yeah. I think he was a Methodist. No, I'm, that was a joke. That's a, that's a joke. Uh, John the Baptizer in prison, he sends this message out from prison mm -hmm. to Jesus. Are you the one, or do we look for another? Or he said mm -hmm. something to that effect. Right, right, right. Apparently, John may have been looking at his circumstances and perhaps in the flesh, sure, counting himself as a failure. Because right. here he is in prison. Mm. And so Jesus responds, and we it's recorded in Matthew 11. Sure. 11. Now, let me, let me slide back to your original conversation, uh, uh, Gerard, because I don't want to go too far down the track. But I want to I, I know, you said you found a woman. Are you married to her now or no? That's great, yes. Okay, praise the Lord. Yes. But you still feel like... We'll be 10 years married come Excellent. in a few months. Go. Excellent. So deep down inside, every now and then, you may feel like, boy, this is so good. I wonder when that other shoe is going to drop and I'm going to and I'm gonna lose her, right? Not, not in relation to her. Uh -huh. I'm saying when I meet other friends or, uh, let's say, a brother-to-brother brother, uh, accountability type thing. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, even in the body, as I'm yeah. growing in the Lord and... Uh, Sure. Through fellowship, when I meet another person, it doesn't have to be. I'm not talking about romance. Male I'm talking I got it. About Understood. I Understood. Come across new relationships deep down inside. Rejection. That sense of yeah. rejection has affected my psyche relative to my ability to keep. Yeah. Uh, well, see, that's very insightful, actually, uh, Gerard. And by the way, thanks for sharing that. I appreciate you from uh, Bowie, Maryland. I'll let you go there. But I would just say that it's very insightful for you to see that because when you know it, when you can say, you know what, I may have a, I may have a tick when it comes to rejection, it helps you put it in check, all right? It, it, there's nothing wrong with having it. It's a part of your psyche. Pray that God takes it away. But the reality is it's just the way it is. I, I have a dog uh, that I rescued from years and years and years ago. That dog was probably abused. 
uh, and we know this just because of the way that dog flinches sometimes when you come toward it. And so once we know that, we it helps us to govern how we approach how we approach uh, the dog. Well, guess what? A lot of us are like that dog. When we have had things negative happen to us, then we want and desire the intimacy that comes with a new relationship, but it's the old relational stuff that gives us that tick. Uh, and so what we have to do is we have to put that in check, okay, to help us understand and have self-talk to help us understand that I'm allowed to go into the new master's arms because my new master's not like my old master, right? But that takes work because uh, we see flashes of the old master even in the new master. And so, and, and that's what happens with the dog. So what changes? Well, part of what changes is the new master has to understand you gotta approach that dog differently, but that dog also needs enough uh, overwhelmingly positive experiences with the new master in order for the association uh, not to be made. And so it's so important for us when we think about failure, it does have that rejection aspect to it, because even if we do fail, um, maybe we're rejected by other people because we failed, right? Uh, and so uh, that, that rejection is a part of failure, and uh, we then have to change our MO uh, with the way we relate as we build new alliances. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the conversation, Gerard. If you want to call me, you have a comment or a question about failure. That's what today's topic is, uh, the theology of failure. Uh, just give me a call at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. That's the number to call me live in studio. Uh, maybe uh, you have had a failure of some sort in your past. Maybe you fear failure to this day. How do you handle failure? How does God see uh, your failures? And uh, how, do, how, do you, uh, how do you overcome them? That's what we're talking about today. If you want to call me, uh, pick up the phone while I have open lines right now. 888-43-BRIDGE. Once again, that's 888-43-BRIDGE. Now, we see in the scriptures that there are people who are close to Jesus who fail, right? For instance, you have Peter who promised that he would not deny uh, Jesus. Jesus mentioned that he would. Um, if Peter were spiritually sensitive, he would have said, wow, really, Lord? Okay, can you help me figure out how I could not do it? Or uh, can you help uh, make me feel a little bit more secure to know that even if I do it, you're still going to be with me? I mean, what kind of conversation do you think Peter and Jesus could have had if Peter didn't have the pride uh, and maybe even a little bit of that arrogance to say, nope, I'd never do that, Lord. Well, just think about if you and I had that same opportunity, but now because of Peter, we're able to see that that may not be the best response <laughs> because in our humanity, you don't know what you would do. Our, our depravity, you'd do things that you didn't think that you would. Uh, but what would that conversation be like if... Uh, if Jesus said, uh, you know what, you're going you're gonna to fail. Well, wouldn't you want to say, wow, okay, God, I know you know more than me. Uh, help me. How, how, how am I going to survive it? Are you going to be with me if I do? Is there anything that I could do to help avert it? Lord, will you sit with me while I go, while I go through it? Uh, how God spoke it to you? How if he let you know, yep, your business is not going to make it. You're going to go through bankruptcy. You're going to be evicted from your house. I I'm just telling you now. Uh, if God spoke it to you, or if you know it's coming, 
Uh, how would you be different than Peter? The best thing you could do is not say, nope, Lord, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fail you. I'm not, no, I would just, you know, be more humble about it. But guess what? Peter failed and he denied Christ. How many times? Not once, not twice, but thrice, three times. And yet we see God's response. What, what's Jesus's response knowing that Peter is going to fail? He hadn't failed yet. But Jesus knew he was gonna, but what did Jesus do anyway? Do you remember? He kneeled down and he washed his feet. I mean, isn't that amazing? I mean, that's Jesus level, isn't it? When you can wash the feet of somebody you know who's gonna deny you. I mean, that's powerful, right? And of course, we know that after the resurrection, Jesus looked for Peter in John 21. And what did he do? Simon, Simon, do you love me? And three times he asked him, do you love me? Why? He was matching the three times uh, that Peter denied him because that's what God does. God gives you second chances and third chances, and, and you need to know that failure is not final. Now, if you want to talk to me about this, I have open lines. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to run to my commercial break, and when I get back, I'm going to take your phone call. So grab a line while you can. Here's my phone number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. You're tuned in to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Tell your friends there's still a half hour left. We need to talk to the doc about failure. Come on. This is something that we can wrestle down in the name of Jesus. I'm coming right back. If you want to be like most people, you could trust someone else to protect your money, investments, and retirement. If you like those large firms that manage thousands of accounts and can't remember your name unless you answer a password question, then this is not for you. At Tradeway, we help you get involved in your investments. Our team will get to know you on a personal level to understand your goals. Then we'll help you learn how to make your own investment decisions and reach those goals. Even if you have no clue where to start, we'll walk you through it. You're not like most people, so Tradeway won't act like most firms. Understanding your investments may seem like a big goal, but small steps can get you there. To learn more, call 877-907-TRADE or go to Tradeway.com. Tradeway, big goals, small steps. Coming to the Renaissance Arlington, July 14th and 15th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. It's been a hot summer this season. It's just getting started. One thing you never want to take for granted is your heating and air conditioning system. For a limited time, JP Heating and Air Conditioning is offering a complete system checkup for only $79.95. Don't wait until your system goes out during those 90-degree weather days. Call JP Heating and Air Conditioning now, today, for your complete system checkup at 1-800-FIX-1110. That's 1-800-FIX-1110. 
There are 16 schools now offering half-price tuitions for the coming fall 2017 school year through WADA. From preschool to elementary to high school and seminary classes, save half on tuition through WADA. If you can hear this ad now, there's a school somewhere near where you live or work. See the complete list and buy the half-price tuition online at WADA.com. Keyword school. Call us with questions about available schools at 703-807-2232. Restrictions and information is online at WADA.com. Keyword school. Ever since, Big Tobacco was sued for deceiving millions of Americans with misleading ads and bogus scientific claims, ordinary Americans have been paying the price in insurance costs, health care, and loss of friends and loved ones. And now, Big Tobacco must pay. Over 25 years ago, these tobacco companies agreed to a master settlement agreement where a minimum of $206 billion was to be awarded to 46 state municipalities. These billions are being used to back interest-bearing investment vehicles by states who are receiving that settlement money from Big Tobacco. Savvy investors have been taking advantage of these investments to get virtually guaranteed income, and now you can find out how to get your share. Money Map Press, an independent financial publisher, and editor Keith Fitzgerald have created a research presentation on these programs that you can attend free. Visit TobaccoMasterPayments.com for more information and to view the presentation. Call 800-282-3487 or visit TobaccoMasterPayments.com. That's TobaccoMasterPayments. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you doing today? Uh, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe uh, in front of your computer watching me on bcctv.org or listening on WAVA, I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. We're having a conversation, if you're just joining us on this Theological Thursday, about the topic of failure. Uh, do you have a fear of failure? Uh, do you believe that failure is final? How do you handle failure? Maybe you are in the middle of one and you're trying to figure out what to do next. Do you move? Do you stay in town? Do you leave your your job? By the way, how does God see uh, your failures? These are all very important questions that we have to deal with sometimes within our own families or in our own head, and we don't really have a chance to talk it through, but it's going on inside of our psyche. Let's, let's think it through. Maybe, just maybe, God wants to teach you something even in the midst of whatever it is you're going through, whether it's a marriage failure or a moral failure, maybe it's a money failure, a business failure, a bankruptcy or a business ending, never uh, a, a good you know, feeling, right? When you feel like you put your effort into something, it didn't work out, maybe planted a church, uh, and that church ended up closing, and uh, you just uh, wonder if your purpose and your destiny even has any validity to it anymore. Well, listen, I'm here to encourage your heart. Uh, give me a call, 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Alexandria, Virginia, where Emmanuel is on the line. Hi, Emmanuel. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, I'm good. And yourself? I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What's your comment or question, please? Good. Um, I'm just sharing about how I, I, I deal with my failures and, uh, and how I go about them. I mean, I'm young, but I haven't gotten to the stage of experiencing, you know, real failures and I know it's going to come. And mm. for what I've been through and the little things, you know, sure. like exams and, uh, you know, like friendships and right. stuff like that. Right. I, I think I'm really preparing myself for that. And, Sometimes what I do is I I just 
forget about it. I don't know where that comes from, but when I feel and and it really hurts, and sometimes mm-hmm. I just decide to forget about it, and I just move on. But mm. in a week or in a month's time, that kind of thing struck me again. I mean, it just comes into my sure. head again, even though I I decide to forget about it, but it comes again and. Now, what comes Wherever again? Wherever I am. What comes back to your the mind? Pillow, the mm-hmm. What comes back? When you, th- when you talk about it's coming back to your mind, what are you talking about? Like how I feel. I mean, it's, uh-huh. it's uh, you know, it just come back. So you have had failures in the past, you're saying, and it comes back to your mind. Is that what I heard? Yes. Uh-huh. I just think about it just one time. It just comes sure. back again and... Yeah. Well, you know what? That's a part of our memory base, right? And so what we need to do when we uh, remember things from the past, especially the failures, that's a great, great time to pray in our own heart to say, God, thank you for delivering me from that. Thank you that I'm still here. Uh, Please help me not to make that mistake again. I mean, that's what we have to do whenever memories come back to us. We turn it into prayer. And that's a part of taking every thought captive because otherwise if you don't do that it'll just keep going on and the saga and the drama of that uh, story in your brain just continues on and and you can lose hours of your life uh, rehearsing that which you have done in the past when you can do nothing about it again so prayer is a great way to cut it off uh, and to redirect your heart and your mind toward what's what's important and that's not where you've been but where you're going and so I'm, I'm happy, uh, Emmanuel, that you're young and you're thinking about this. And you know what? Uh, we don't want to prophesy any failure in your life, but we want to prepare you in case you do. And so, therefore, if you have any other failures that are coming, remember the good news is that God will be there uh, with you uh, through it. And uh, so you never have to fear it coming because you will lose time if you fear something coming uh, then you lose all that time between now and the time it actually happens. And usually it doesn't happen. And if it does happen, it's not as bad as we thought it was. And so then we end up wasting time thinking about something that hasn't even happened yet. So I sure hope that you're encouraged, my brother. God bless you. Thanks for giving me a call from Alexandria, Virginia. My pleasure. If you want to give me a call, let me give you the phone number. Here it is. 888-432-7434. Uh, that's triple eight four three bridge. I'm going to go to a commercial break. When I get back, I'm going to Upper Marlboro. I want to talk to Philip in just a moment. But let me run to this break. And uh, listen, I still have two open lines. So if you want one of them, go ahead and go for it right now. Give me a call at eight 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 four three two seven four three four. We'll be right back. Sometimes people ask me, what kind of doctor are you? And I say, a doctor of philosophy. And they say, where did you get that? And I say, Oxford Graduate School. And they say, where is that? So Oxford Graduate School has a small English tutor campus in the hills of Tennessee. It's wonderful. And you not only study there, but you study at the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C., as well as at the University of Oxford in England. What a wonderful program. I did it for three years. You go for a week and study, and then you have 60, 90, 
120 days worth of reading, writing, and research to do. You do those cores about six or seven times, then you write a dissertation. I tell you what, I not only got my degree while I was a working adult as a pastor in the church, but it was a safe place, not only to learn, but a safe place to think. You want more information, check them out at ogs.edu. That's ogs.edu, or give them a call, 423-775-6596. In bookstores now, Gracism, the art of inclusion. What if you take a negative word like racism and a positive word like grace and blend them together? Then you have Gracism. The focus is on the positive both when it comes to ministry and life so that we can all reach the worthy vision God has laid out for us. There is no doubt that author Dr. David Anderson believes that through the movement of the Holy Spirit and by following the seven sayings of a gracist, we all have the capacity to become gracists ourselves. This book is a must-read for anyone who wishes for the extension of favor on their lives and the lives of everyone they encounter. Gracism, the Art of Inclusion, is published by University Press and can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or going to Andersonspeaks.com. Nothing is more classy on a well-dressed man than a nice pair of shoes to complete that stylish look. Whether you want a pair of custom-made shoes or simply want to repair those well-worn shoes you've always loved, Joe Stearns from Cobbler's Bench is the man to see. Cobbler's Bench shoe repair shops are located all around the nation's capital. Check out a location near you at cobblersbenchshoerepair.com. Cobbler's Bench shoe repair repairs all leather items and shoes. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're talking about the theology of failure. Uh, Do you have a fear of failure? Is failure final? How do you handle failure, and how does God see your failures? Let's talk about it. If you have a comment or a question, and specifically if you're dealing with an issue of failure, uh, failure comes in many different packages. It comes in private packages, meaning that we actually have private failures that no one knows about. Uh, And then we also have public failures that other people see and we wish they didn't. How do you handle those? It's not always easy. There are appropriate ways and, of course, inappropriate ways to handle our failures. Don't go out and get drunk because you've had a failure and other people know about it and now you just want to go drown your sorrows. That's not the way to handle it, but that is an example of an unhealthy way of dealing with it. Let me give you my number so you can give me a call. I still have 15 minutes with you, so I have, uh, let's see, two open lines as well. So if you want one of them, uh, get in where you fit in right now, 888-432-7434. And I also want to thank Home Fix Custom Remodeling because they put a new roof on my building and on my home, and my wife is happy because they put insulation in our attic, saving us about 100 bucks a month when it comes to that bill. So thank God for that. If you've been thinking about a new roof or new siding, new doors, new windows, give them a call. Uh, Home Fix Custom Remodeling. You can just go to their website, homefixcustomremodeling.com. If you want to call them, call them at 240-505-4944. 
Let me give you the number one more time. It's 240-505-4944, homefixcustomremodeling.com. All right, let's go to Upper Marlboro, Maryland, and talk to Philip, who's on the line. Hey, Philip, David Anderson here. How you doing today? Well, hello, David. How are you today? I'm alive and grateful. So glad you're hanging out with me. What's your comment or question? Uh, yes, I am. Uh, you have a very interesting topic and a subject. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, um, I had a question as well. Okay. What's your question? As, uh, as a possible answer. Okay. Um, when we look at failure or what we perceive to be failure, mm-hmm. it never is failure if it obtains what God wanted to be. Mm-hmm. In Peter's case, he didn't fail because Jesus already knew what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. That's why he washed his feet in the first place, because without those things taking place like they mm-hmm. did, none of the other things could have been as they were. Isn't it true that God can take uh, something that is uh, a failure in our life, and you can call it what you want, but he can turn it around and use it well, uh, for well, for his from, good, from yes? Our, from our from our earthly point of view, it, it looks like a failure. Mm-hmm. But from God's view, it is not, uh, and which is the amazing thing. And sure. you know, you go back to the same, to the same old saying that that he says that sure. all things that we do, whether they be good or bad, then in the end we take them back unto ourselves, mm. which is a trick on the devil. Sure, you know. Well, I it, mean, it, you could say that. Uh-huh. Well, I was just going to say, it is great news that, again, God can use all things for, you know, for the good yes. to those that are called according uh-huh. uh, to his purpose. I would got, I uh-huh. would still contend that it, you can call it a sin, you can call it a failure, uh-huh. and God would call it that from his perspective. But because he's sovereign and knows that we're going to do it, it's still sin, but he still can cover it, well, you know, and still well, a failure, but well, he can still no, cover it. No. That's how I would look uh, at you know, it. I know that you... Uh, of, of, uh, I don't want to disagree with you at the same time. You're allowed to. <laughs> if it was what God wanted, then it's not a failure. <laughs> well, well, again, it, never is. it could be semantics. Uh, You're right. I, 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 I'm going to give you an example. Can I give you an example? Sure. When I was a little kid, when I was a little kid, I used to teach Sunday school, right? Okay. And one of the crazy, one of the crazy things for me was when uh, I read about Elijah mm-hmm. burning up all the king's men, calling fire down from heaven. But when, um, Jezebel called for his head. He took off running across the desert. Mm-hmm. Now, I was like, why would he run from that woman? Okay. You know? But when you look at it, God told him to run and told him to hide. Okay. Now, <laughs> I know the circumstances and why God told him that, but I don't have long enough to talk about it. Right well, no, you don't, only yeah. because I do but, have to keep running. That would look like a failure, but why would God tell him to run if it was a failure? I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that, yeah. and I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you so uh, much. Uh, Philip, I'll give you that. But again, if God told him to do it, that means he was obeying God. So I wouldn't call that a failure. But if God told you not to do something and you did it, um, then I would call it a failure. But here's the good news. Even if you're Moses and you're not supposed to kill the guy, if it's a part of your story and you do kill the guy and God still uses you anyway, uh, that's supposed to get you know, give God glory. So I think we get to the same uh, end, whether we call it, uh, you know, failure or not, whether you call it, uh, you know, God is sovereign. And of course, he knew that you were going to have an affair or he knew that you were going to eat the fruit uh, in the garden or he knew that you were going to run the opposite of of Nineveh. Uh, You know, again, 
if it's disobedience and if it's if it's sin and uh, if it's something that you're not supposed to do and you do it anyway, if God turns it around and uses it for his glory, praise God. That's a good thing, you know, um, but it doesn't take away of the fact of what I might call it. Uh, and that is a sin or a failure or, or whatever. And so um, but how do you deal with it anyway? You know, and that's really what we want to get to, no matter how you define it. How how do you deal with it? And how does God see it? And maybe from God's perspective, even though uh, Philip, he knew about it, um, you know, from our perspective, sometimes it still hurts when you know, mm, shouldn't have done that. God is still faithful. And that is the good news. And that is the unifying message that you and I uh, can agree on for sure. All right, let's go to Essex and talk to John, who's on the line. Hey, John, I'm David Anderson. How you doing? Hey, how's it going, David? Excellent. What's your comment or question, my friend? Yeah, yeah. I guess you know, I'm not naive. You know, I'm I'm a Christian, but I feel every day I know I sin and and, and all that. However, when it comes to failure, which is a topic, uh, I mean, I, I feel you know whether it be on a daily basis, like I said, through sin or 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 you know through the career. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the way I handle it, it's uh, it's probably not the best approach. And, and I mean. I, I get very angry. I get very frustrated. I mean, I know to pray, and I, I mean, I, I know sure. it's God's will, but sometimes I just wonder why God puts that. I'm not saying that yet. I, I guess I'm, I'm not sure if He actually puts it in my in my heart and in my head to, to do something, and then I fail, and then I try something else, and I fail at that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just wonder if if He's directing me to do that. Um, why do I? Uh, what I, I'm not saying I consistently fill out everything, but I sure. do fill, um, and I, I thought it's significant things that I had a strong desire to do. So, sure. I mean, I, I get angry, I get frustrated, I pray. I, I mean, I know it's not the proper way, uh, but I mean, that's just, I mean, but it's human, you know, and, yeah, I, and it's just a natural instinct for me. It's and difficult, I guess I yeah. just need to figure out. You know. Well, your, your question is probably, you know, is God directing me into this failure or not? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just curious. I, I guess I just need to figure a better approach to handling my failure yeah. than, uh, than, than getting angry, getting frustrated. Sure. You know, I, I eventually it comes full circle, and, and, and I go and I pray. And, sure. You know, and, and I ask for forgiveness and, and all this stuff, but, but it still bothers me. Absolutely, I mean, it, absolutely. I mean, it could be, it could be five years, seven years down the road, but it still eats me up sometimes. Well, you know, and this is this is an important part to understand, uh, John, and that is this. Yes, we all fail, and some more than others, just depending. But remember, God never tempts you, so it's not God who's tempting you. Uh, but God may allow you uh, to be put in certain situations, and he may even test you in it. Even he led Jesus into the desert uh, to be tempted by the devil. Uh, and so sometimes it is God's purpose that you might be in a situation, right? And God doesn't want you to fail. And, and this is why, uh, you know, in part of the scriptures, it says, you know, pray that I would not fail and that I would not be sifted. Why? Because there's an enemy who's always trying to cause you to fail. And what he does is he tempts you, uh, and then once you fall— he taunts you. And so he tempts you to sin and then he taunts you to feel shame. And so that what that taunting does is it just makes you feel like you can't do anything right. And that frustrates you. And, and, and so what you need to do, like you said, you come around to pray, but it also have to have a perspective to understand two things. One, uh, that uh, God still loves you and God wants you to win and God is fighting for you. The Holy Spirit is inside of you and that's why you feel the conflict, but he's there to actually help you win. 
Uh, but the other thing that is very uh, important for, for you to understand, and that is this, sometimes what we need more than anything is wisdom, wisdom for new strategies. And so if I continually fail at something, I got to ask myself, God, can, or ask God, God, can you give me wisdom? So the next time I enter into this particular venture, whatever it is, maybe it's I've had three failing businesses. Okay, now I'm about to go into four, but I don't want it to fail. So what do I need from God? I need wisdom, God, and I need a new strategy and a new approach because if I do the same thing I did the last three times, I'm going to fail. So God, give me something new. And so what I want you to do is start praying for something new and asking God to give you that wisdom so you will indeed succeed uh, the next time or the next time or the next time. Hey, listen, I've got to run, John. May God bless you and encourage you. I'll be right back. Hey, Richard Karn here with Christine Polera, and you know what? We know a thing or two about home improvement. I'd say so, Richard, and one of the best ways to improve your home is by updating your old flooring with new flooring, and the best company for that is 50 Floor. 50 Floor makes shopping for new flooring simple and easy. Whether you're looking to update your flooring in your bathroom or your kitchen, family room, or your entire house, call 877-50-FLOOR or go to 50floor.com, and they will bring all the samples to you. A highly qualified flooring professional will go over the features and benefits of each product, and guide you to the right selection for your home in your lighting with your decor but i'll tell you the day of installation is where they truly shine that's right richard they move all the furniture take up and haul away the old flooring install the new flooring clean up and leave most installations are done in just one day and now until the end of the month it's 50 floors 60 percent off sale where you'll save 60 percent on all their products use promo code wava for an extra hundred dollars off call 877 50 floor pick up the phone we'll be knocking at your door details and licensure at 50 my legs were awful. I always felt uncomfortable and self-conscious. I had never been real happy about the spider veins in my ankles and my legs. I started noticing fatigue in my leg. I was so self-conscious. Then I went to Bain Clinics of America. It's time to love your legs again. Bain Clinics of America is the oldest, largest, most experienced vein treatment center in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art laser and minimally invasive treatments, they can begin restoring the natural beauty of your legs in as little as one hour with no downtime and most treatments are covered by insurance. I found the Bain Clinics of America and look at my legs now. You just feel like, you know what, I want to do so much today. It's such a big difference. My experience with Bain Clinics of America was amazing. Make sure your legs look and feel their best for summer. Call now to schedule a free fast track consultation to find out how you can finally get rid of those embarrassing varicose and spider veins. Call 800-885-8181. 800-885-8181. That's 800-885-8181. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a vibrant, live, call-in radio show that is insightful, spiritual, witty, and builds bridges across racial, political, and cultural lines while handling real-time topics that are provocative and relevant with Dr. Anderson's unique style of gracism. Broadcasting out of our nation's capital on WAVA 105.1 FM, weekdays from 3 to 4 p.m. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Visit Andersonspeaks.com. There are 16 schools now offering half-price tuitions for the coming fall 2017 school year through WADA. From preschool to elementary to high school and seminary classes, save half on tuition through WADA. If you can hear this ad now, there's a school somewhere near where you live or work. See the complete list and buy the half-price tuition online at WADA.com. Keyword school. Call us with questions about available schools at 703-807-2232. Restrictions and information is online at WADA.com. Keyword school. 
Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's been an hour of talking about the theology of failure, knowing that uh, God can take whatever uh, you have gone through, and he can actually bring you to the other side of it and even utilize what you have gone through uh, to build a ministry uh, and a testimony out of your life. So uh, God doesn't waste your failures, so don't you waste it either. Uh, Let's get right back to the phone lines and go to Baltimore, Maryland, where Mark is on the line. Hey, Mark, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing well yourself, Dr. Andy. I'm alive and grateful. What's your comment or question, please? Uh, I kind of got a dual, uh, dual comment or question here. Uh, first, I want to, how do we, sometimes I feel like I personally can become overcome with a spirit of failure, with a mindset that I am going to fail, uh-huh. uh, that I have failed before. Am I going to just keep repeating this cycle? Sure. Because I was at a ministry, I was at a church, um, and I, I called you at least three, three, three twice. Hey, man, what I do, I think God is calling me to move on to another ministry mm-hmm. uh, and different things like that. Okay. In this ministry, I'm, pro- I'm probably sure I failed or didn't go about things the right way in every single okay. uh, aspect of life. Sure. But on top of that, um, and, 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 and the leadership there was kind of, hey, man, you know, you, you are doing well and all that, but be slow down a little bit. You know, okay. You're not there yet. You're not. You're not in, in places yet. And I'm like, cool. That, that's God. That has to be God telling me that. So okay. I agree with my leadership. Okay. But the only thing was God was giving me new perspectives, uh, new revelations about certain things. Gotcha. So what's and, your question um, with regard to this? My my question is, how do we, you know, how do we, you know, how do we always know when we are following God, mm-hmm. and how do we know? And how do we know when we're following God? Because we can be overcome by our own thoughts and our own deception and that's in our hearts sure. and our own failures, you know, uh, with sin. Sure. How do we always know, like me, I want to be a businessman. I got visions like crazy. I got different perspectives. Sure. I want to be a Bible school teacher. I don't want to be just be a preacher, just a Bible sure. school teacher to help, you know, these new evangelists that's going to be coming into the world. Uh, and, and I want to move forward on these things, but I kind of still have those voices of my leaders sure. like, oh, be careful. You know, you don't want to fall on your face. The sure. devil's trying to shift you here. Gotcha, gotcha, like, gotcha. Come on, what's, yeah, what's real? It depends on who your leaders are. and depends on whether you've submitted yourself to their authority, right? And so uh, you, you hear from God, but you hear confirmation from others, and you have to have some people in your life who you do trust and, and, and listen to. So Moses had Jethro, and Jethro was able to speak into Moses' life. Uh, but you want to make sure that the people who are speaking in your life are for you and they actually want you to succeed. Sometimes you need new voices in your life to take you uh, to a different level. But the bottom line is if you've heard from God and if you know that you have a vision you want to uh, go after, remember that vision may be 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, or it may be next year. So you got to make steps and move in that direction step by step. Uh, And so when you begin praying that vision into reality, when you see the next step, like, uh, then you take that step by faith. It could be a class. It could be a course. It could be having coffee with somebody who's already doing that. Um, And so you want to just continue to move forward in those steps without being uh, paralyzed by the vision. Because what happens is a lot of people are paralyzed by their vision. They see the vision, but they don't see the steps to the vision. And that's why they never get to it, because they only see the vision, but they don't have the strategic implementation to get there. So 
pray that God would put some voices in your life that would actually help you move step by step. Mark, I've got to run because the show is coming to an end. But friends, I do pray that the show has been an encouragement to you. I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. Let's pray. In the name of Jesus, Lord, would you continue to move us from failure and fear to success and faith. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Help your children. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.